Hello and welcome to the podcast for the October issue of the Lancet Global Health. I am Job Mugire. This month we are discussing a study about the availability, affordability and consumption of fruits and vegetables. Let's now hear it from our guest interviewee. Hello, my name is Victoria Miller and I'm a PhD candidate at McMaster University in the Department of Clinical Epidemiology and Biostatistics and the Population Health Research Institute in Hamilton, Canada. Victoria Miller, many thanks for talking to the Lancet Global Health. You are the lead author of a paper published in the October issue of the Lancet Global Health, in which you discuss your findings on the consumption of fruits and vegetables in low, middle, and high-income countries. How important is nutrition in global health, and what gap did you hope to address by conducting this research? So currently, most nutritional guidelines recommend that people consume at least two servings of fruits and three servings of vegetables per day. But despite these guidelines, a large proportion of individuals aren't meeting nutritional targets. In Western countries, previous research has shown that food cost affects dietary intake, but the research in low and middle income countries is rather sparse. Higher food costs may be important, uh, particularly for individuals with affordability issues, since they spend a considerable portion of their income on food, which may result in food-based coping strategies, such as reducing the quantity, quality, and diversity of their food selections, and consuming greater quantities of cheaper energy-dense foods. Prevalence rates for hunger and undernutrition remain high in many low- and middle-income regions of the world, and nutrition strategies implemented in these areas often prioritize meeting minimum energy requirements over diet quality. Given that unaffordability of fruits and vegetables may serve as a large barrier to achieving current nutritional targets, we thought that the implication on diet quality was of great importance to global health, and we wanted to determine the affordability of essential foods such as fruits and vegetables in different countries by economic levels. Our study greatly contributes to the literature on food security by documenting the availability of fruits and vegetables in community grocery stores and marketplaces, assessing the affordability of meeting dietary guidelines for fruits and vegetables, and relating the affordability of fruits and vegetables to their consumption. In your study, you collected data about the availability and costs of fruits and vegetables from grocery stores and marketplaces in 518 communities across 18 countries. What were your main findings? So across all participants, we found that mean fruit and vegetable consumption was 3.8 servings, and participants in low and lower middle income countries reported consuming 2.1 and 3.2 servings per day, respectively, which was well below the recommended intake of five servings. Our second key finding was that the relative cost of one serving of vegetables was 19 times higher in low income countries compared to high income while the relative cost of a serving of fruit was 50 times higher. When we assessed the relative cost of purchasing the recommended number of fruits and vegetables, we found that overall, 22% of income per household member was required to meet dietary guidelines, with 52% required in low income, 18% in lower middle income, 16 in upper middle income, and 2% in high income countries. We used a threshold of 20% of income to define unaffordability, and we found that low income countries had the highest rates of unaffordability, 
with 57% of individuals unable to afford the recommended servings. Lastly, when we assessed the effect of affordability on consumption, we found that combined fruit and vegetable intake decreased as the relative costs increased, both overall and across economic regions, except in high-income countries. Did the findings surprise you that globally the consumption of fruits and vegetables is inadequate? Within Pure, the majority of participants consumed below the recommended five daily servings of fruits and vegetables. An average vegetable intake was lower than the recommended three daily servings in all regions except high-income countries. It wasn't surprising given that other research has shown this finding as well. So recently, the Global Burden of Diseases NutriCode group estimated fruit and vegetable intake in 187 countries and found that the global average was below current recommendations. As well, numerous studies within individual countries have also documented that fruit and vegetable intake is low. Your paper portrays a significant difference in the cost of fruits and vegetables, for example, between high-income and low-income countries. What are some of your reflections regarding this? In terms of regarding these um, differences between the costs of fruits and vegetables, there have been limited examples of implementing population wide food strategies to increase healthy food consumption and many context specific factors may not allow for the generalization of findings from studies in in western countries to non-western countries the food environment in low and middle income countries may be vastly different from high income countries such as the importation of non-locally grown fruits and vegetables the competitiveness of pricing across marketplaces food storage and safety and the mode and frequency of commuting to marketplaces to purchase foods. So country and region-specific factors should be considered when developing policy strategies to improve availability and affordability, and a uh, one-size-fits-all approach will likely not be sufficient. A lot of work needs to be completed in order to comprehensively understand the food environment in different countries. Your key recommendation is for the formulation of policies that can enhance the availability and affordability of fruits and vegetables. What are some of the practical policy actions stakeholders can take to make this recommendation a reality? So we did hypothesize that one of the key strategies to improve availability and affordability of fruits and vegetables is through policy changes. However, there's limited research on this area. A few randomized control trials have been conducted in high-income countries to examine the effect of subsidizing fruit and vegetable costs at the consumer level, but the findings have not been very promising. Other strategies may include subsidizing the costs at an agricultural level, which in turn may reduce the cost for consumers, as well as taxing unhealthy foods to promote the move to healthier food selection. But prior to the implementation of policy strategies, it's vital that additional research is conducted on this area. Do you foresee any overarching challenges that must be overcome for these policies to become a possibility? So given that the food environment in low and middle income countries uh, may be vastly different from high income countries, it's important to consider country and region specific factors when developing policy strategies. A lot of work is needed to be completed in order to comprehensively understand the food environment in individual countries prior to being able to close the gap between current fruit and vegetable consumption and recommended intake. And in your perspective, What new developments should we look out for in nutrition and global health? So within the PURE study, we plan to examine the availability, affordability, and consumption of other staple food items across economic regions. 
Additionally, we're currently working to assess the effect of home growing fruits and vegetables on consumption as this may supplement the need to purchase from markets and grocery places. The Informus Group is working globally to benchmark and monitor the food environments, including price and affordability, using standardized methods, which will contribute much-needed information on the food environment in many countries. Many thanks again, Victoria, for taking time to talk with the Lancet Global Health Podcast. It was my pleasure.